Today's show is brought to you by Bob Lashley, beating Roman Reigns 1-2-3 in the middle of the ring at Extreme Rules. It's time for the Crundle Mania podcast with Mike, Spencer, and Ace. Welcome to the Crundle Mania podcast. Is this episode Big T? Big T-E-N? I think it is. I have no idea. He says. <laughs> I think it's the big T-E-N. Anyways, I'm Ace Bondaloo, uh, joined by Mike and Spencer. Hello, everybody. Howdy. Oh, yeah. How? Howdy. How, whoa, whoa. Can't talk right now. But Spencer's over here. <laughs> I got to go through our live tweets to make sure it is episode 10. I'm like, this is so ridiculous. This is how you know we do this while high. We don't know what episode it is. And that we've only done at a maximum of 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty sad. I mean, I never remember <laughs> because my memory sucks and I'm pretty much caked three quarters of the day. <laughs> it is episode 10. I finally scrolled through. It was episode 10. It's episode 10. And the big news is obviously Apollo Crews, but uh, we're going to run down Monday Night Raw first. Unless Spencer has any housekeeping he wants to get out of the way. What's the uh, status on your uh, reverse battle royal watch along? That's so so anticipated uh the status is a little bit less uh uh, concrete um than it was when last we spoke um since i thought there would be an easy way to find it online um and i cannot find a full match of it i can find uh highlights i can find other video but not the actual match itself or like a 20 minute highlight so If worse comes to worse, it might be a 20-minute highlight video I have to watch, but I'll keep looking. Um, I will say I am not willing to pay to watch this, so I'm not going to pay I'm thinking anything. But... Maybe, though, me and Mike were, had some access to Impact Plus. I'm going to double-check that you can't get any, anything on the free, any, any of that, but we'll, we'll see. I'll do, I'll do a dig, and if, if anyone has a way of getting it, let us know. Maybe, maybe I'll just buy it on Amazon for Spence. It's like $2.99 just for the match. I don't know. Oh, I, I didn't mean, know that was the case. Be a fun thing to watch. <laughs> Old yeah, I can't wait for him to watch it. I mean, TNA. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. It was then. good. I think Spencer thinks he's going to hate it more than he actually would. Probably. Uh, yeah. Mike. <laughs> I agree. I think you'll like it, Spencer. You'll, you'll love it, but you'll hate it, I think. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Mike, you and I, uh, we watched Impact tonight, one of Rebellion, because it is free on Impact Plus. You don't even need to subscribe, you just need the app. And we recorded a watch-along commentary uh, as a little bonus for anyone self-isolating alone. Um, we could put that up. Do you think there is interest to put it put in it up? I mean, no. I mean, it was an hour and a half, and I don't think anybody's going to sit through an hour and a half commentary. Plus, I don't know about it you. It wasn't a great show. We were both pretty geeked, and there were some gaps, some small pauses. got better as the show went along, but it was an awful first half of the pay-per-view. There was one good it was match. Bad. It was not good. Like, it wasn't even kind of okay. It was a bad pay-per-view. <laughs> probably the worst pay-per-view. Excuse me. Probably the worst pay-per-view I've seen in 2020 so far. It was free, though. It wasn't really a pay-per-view. It was on TV. I think that's why we watched it free. Um, Spencer yeah, know, opted out to watch it. He's, he's he waiting and saving up for uh, the reverse battle royal. Yeah, aren't they doing night two of the uh, Rebellion this week? I have no idea. 
I don't care either because after watching part one, I'm not interested in watching part two, especially because like the world titles like in a weird situation right now. It's on hold. There's a bit of hiatus. Two of the competitors, including the champion, can't get into the country. All right. Well, let's get into Monday Night Raw. Let's Spence, any any housekeeping on your end? The, the initial question I asked you, but I'm the interrupter. What was your answer? Uh, my answer before was no. Um, no. So continue on to Raw. All right. Tonight's WWE Raw Insider Rundown. Tonight's Raw opens up on the USA Network or Sportsnet if you're here in Canada with the usual intro video. Uh, Tom Phillips, Byron Saxton, they're all there. Samoa Joe returns to commentary. Hype for the show. What did you gentlemen think about Joe on commentary? It's a clear step up from Jerry the King Lawler, in my opinion, because Joe actually provides legit color commentating. Excuse me. He, you know, he's talking about what's going on in the match and making it give you that – it's giving you that real fight feel. So it I, much does. Prefer, I much prefer Joe. Jerry, Law, Jerry Lawler, he also just doesn't have any chemistry. Like he said it on a podcast before. He doesn't have any chemistry with uh, – Phillips and Saxton like whereas some of the jokes he's said in the past like uh, JR or really and like even Mauro Ronaldo like they would feed off him but he just doesn't have that same chemistry so Joe's better yeah I like Joe Spence what did you think um I thought uh yeah I always think Joe's uh great anytime you can see him uh on tv it's great I didn't uh catch too many other things he said uh, tonight, because tonight's episode was not super, uh, not super thrilling. So I didn't catch a lot that he said, but uh, it was good. Uh, I like him. You must wonder if he's just going to become Taz and just go stay on commentary. He does seem to get injured every time he steps in the ring these days. So you kind of, kind of, kind of could see it. Okay, well, let's get to the first segment. Uh, we go to the ring. MVP is out there. It's another edition of the VIP Lounge. They're hyping up uh, the Money in the Bank ladder matches, and he's going to have some competitors uh, for the men's match as his guest tonight. Brings out Rey Mysterio. Rey comes out. Ladder's all around the arena. MVP introduces Alex Alistair Black, then Apollo Cruz, and says he is the pick to win the whole match, which is a hot take, and did not pay off for Apollo, did it? It sure did not. Oh, it sure did not. We'll get to it, but it sure Ooh-wee. did not. Um, MVP asked him what it will mean to win the money in the bank. Well, guess what? Who uh, guess who's coming out? Selena Vega and the boys, Austin Theory, Angel Garza, and WWE, the United States champion, Andrade. Um, it's pretty weird the way Zelina intros them. I thought that was so weird. I'll spoil it. The WWE Universe can't get enough of the United States champion, Andrade! <laughs> Raw's lethal Lothario, Angel Garza! And WWE's fastest rising star, Austin Theory. I was like, no one's hyped about Austin Theory. Who are you kidding? What is going on? And uh, <laughs> she could have hyped up Angel Garza better, I thought. Always. Always hype Angel better than, than Austin. Always. 
for everybody listening, I mean, let's not get it twisted here, okay? Let's just make sure that everyone knows that Austin Theory is Ace's boy. That is his guy and is his favorite wrestler on the brand. That's his no. man, man. He's rooting for him every time. Every time. No. So don't get it twisted here. This is just a facade by Ace. He's a huge Austin Theory guy. That is the that's future. That's not real. Right there. The future of Raw. I'm an Angel Garza boy, and that's a fact. Anyways, uh, they have a bit of a brawl eventually, I believe. And then they're going to have a six-man tag team match. And it oh, goes oh. right to that six-man tag team match. What? No, I said Oh, they put, it, they put their money in the bank spots on the line. <laughs> that's what's happening as well. Their money in the bank spots are on the line. Uh, we get that six-man tag team match, Teddy Long, Clea, uh, and it's pretty quick stuff. Apollo Cruz wins by pinning Andrade. I mean, it wasn't that quick. This was a pretty long match, to be honest. I couldn't. I was just – I had to do other things while I was watching it. So when I looked up, it was done. I didn't uh, know how much time had passed. Ah, uh, dude, this, this match dragged. Like, it dragged heavy. And then Apollo and Andrade wrestled again later. The two of them probably wrestled like 50 minutes tonight total. So you're gladiators on this night. But yeah, that, this match, so, it, it took way too long. And like if I slip up on this, because I could only partially look up while I was doing work, uh, just call me out. Anyways, let's continue. Uh, we get a step. A, me and you in the parking lot next Thursday. Just kidding. <laughs> no, talking about what I'm doing on this thing. Um, I was just playing around. Triple H, 25 anniversary celebration special. Great. Nope, don't even want to talk about it. We get a video package of Seth Rollins and Drewy Mack. Still kind of weird that they're fighting. You're right about that. Their contract signing is going to come later in the night. Asuka versus Shayna B versus Nia Jax as well. And then we finally get that match after we do another Triple H video. Yeah. So correct me if I'm wrong. This match, though, like it didn't have an official start. The triple threat? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was just a big brawl on the outside. It never started. Wow. Well, I heard Nia Jax also had a couple botches in it. Anyone else see any of that? I'll be honest. I didn't watch a minute of that match. It wasn't a match, so you didn't miss anything. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I was like, I looked up and was like, Nia Jax won? What the hell? Because she just like looked like she was standing tall at the end and the others were beat up and it just kind of ended. I was like, Sweet, right on. Moving along. I heard there was another nasty spot with Naya. I saw that on Twitter. People were freaking out. Um, I don't know. I I wouldn't go that far. She just did like a she just like just ran through Asuka. Just like ran into her, like pushed her to the ground. But it, it was a little bit of a dirty bump, but it yeah, I think people are just looking for reasons to like crap on Naya because of how dangerous a worker she is. Like the Kyrie Sane spot was reckless. That was a dumb move on her part uh, and obviously also the injuries she's caused to Bailey in the past and also to Becky. But this one, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that that's necessarily like the case. I didn't like this though. Like I can't stand Nia Jax, man. She does nothing for me. In my head, I had already moved on to the next segment. Like I was thinking about what I was going to say to you while you were talking about Nia Jax. Cause I was just like, man, it's true. What he's saying is correct. There's nothing to add. <laughs> You know? Yeah, one other quick thing about the Triple H clips. I think there was like, man, there had to have been like close to 10 of these during this, uh, this, this episode of Raw. There were a lot of Triple H pieces. We had our one follower, Ingui Phoenix, loyal follower, interacted with us uh, all this week, last week as well. 
literally one of her like mo- notes from tonight's show was 10 fillers at least when she messaged us. I said, yep. Or tweeted us. I said, yep. A lot of the show. <laughs> A lot of the show. And then we get um, Bob, Lash- Bob Lashley versus Denzel DeJournay, if I'm saying that correctly, or DeJournet. Uh, DeJournay. Well, <laughs> but both of them were wrong. Great move, Ty. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Bob Lashley gets the win, and uh, you're psyched because he won with Alana, and you like serious Bob Lashley. Spencer, how do you feel about him? He's he's Bobby Lashley. I don't know. I don't have feelings on Bobby Lashley at all. I think that with Brock Lesnar gone, you're going to see Bob Lashley get a big push because he's the closest thing they now have on Raw. Obviously, Riddle's there on NXT, but he's the closest thing they have on Raw to like a legit fighter. So I think you're going to see him get a big push. And I'm, I'm cool with it, man. Bob Lashley all the way. Famous tire flipper, Bob Lashley. The almighty so Bob Lashley. Bob Lashley. Man, if he's tall so- after he gets a win over the journey. <laughs> okay. If he starts beating real guys and not just jobbers, I'll get behind him. That's, that's my, my insider sources tell me that's coming. That's coming on the way. My right. insiders also tell me that uh, my inside sources tell me that it's like there's not much they can do about that right now because like a large portion of the roster is unavailable. So they don't really have access to maybe bigger guys to have Bob Lashley fight. Like, I mean, because right now, you, like the three guys in the Money in the Bank match are kind of taken up by that. And who else really is there like, to fight on the, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm serious. Like, I genuinely can't think of who he would possibly fight. Like, who do you guys think that Bob Lashley could fight next? Like, who's guys that aren't involved in a program right now? Austin Theory. I think he could probably beat him in about two minutes. <laughs> there it is. Ace's boy, Austin Theory, all day, all day, every day. I'm man. talking about Bobby time. Lashley beating Austin Theory in two oh, minutes. Oh, no, not, you're not. Don't, not no, the don't other way around. This is a squash. Don't try to put those words on me. You're going to clip that and cut that. I'm going to be I was misquoted on that. That's no, not man. correct. You That's hear the full point. quote. Anyways, we move into Spencer's favorite match of the night because I don't understand why, but he loves this girl, Liv Morgan <laughs> versus Ruby Riot. Um, it's a rematch apparently, and I don't even remember the first match. That's how little I care about this one. And I believe uh, Liv wins with her Oblivion move for the pin to win. Love it, love it, fantastic. <laughs> What a name for a finisher. The Oblivion. Because she's Liv Morgan. I don't know. And now she's trying to figure out who she is, and she's going to figure it out because she's connecting with today's youth, baby. She's like, I'm just a kid, and my name is Liv Morgan. That is not at all what she's like, but anyway. <laughs> I'm just a kid. They dropped my segment with Lana. So she's not simple plan, you ass. <laughs> Well, she is. I see what you're saying from that promo. That was a weird promo. I I didn't really get promo at the end. Yes, I agree. It was simple plan. It was not simple plan. Get out of here! My life is a nightmare. Get out of your angsty teen music. (laughs) That yes, I probably loved when I was a teen. So shut up. 
<laughs> Anyways, so Nia Jax is up next. Uh, Jax gets mad about Shayna Baszler and storms off. That's what my notes say. <laughs> what do you guys have for that segment? Didn't Same thing? I didn't even watch it. I don't care for Nia Jax. We've been through this already. All right, now we uh, cut to straight out of Spirit of Halloween, the Viking Raiders. They're backstage. Oh, no, here we With go. a promo on the Raw Tag Team Champions. Uh, they're more serious when they were in carpool karaoke. What? How could you be more serious than that, you know? That's what you might ask yourself. Uh, they mentioned that the Street Profits have never beat them in NXT or Raw or inside a uh, a spirit of Halloween. Uh, it's weird that they mentioned that. Anyways, they uh, talk about they only rise to the top when they're not around. The profits are going to be second best as long as they are. Uh, but they're going to prove uh, prove everyone wrong. Eric and Ivar are going to take it to them. I think they said they want the smoke at one point, and I was just like, the fog machines at Spirit of Halloween. Is that what they're talking about? <laughs> of course, it is. Absolutely, absolutely is. Mike, I've made you buy into this. At first, you were like everyone else who was like, that's mean, don't say that. Now you're just like, it's true, though. I've seen the light. It's so accurate. It's incredibly accurate. And I tweeted out during the show that it doesn't really matter what the Viking Raiders do from now on. Like, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant what they do going forward. They are going to be remembered for the stupid carpool karaoke Viking Raiders chant with a fake piece of meat. Like that's the that's raid is here and it's here to stay. And like the Viking most Raiders. <laughs> like what was that? Like and his voice, dude. He sounded like a he sounded like a kid that hadn't hit puberty yet. He sounded like bad, he was ready to man. trick or treat. Oh man, it was bad. Like I I want nothing to do with this team. Nothing. Like just picture this: knock knock. You open the door. It's them, and they say the raid is here and it's here to stay. And then you give them <laughs> some candy and they leave. You give him a big old slab of meat, big old uh, yeah. instead of a, instead of an apple on there, it's a big old piece of meat. No, you give him an apple, and QT Marshall tosses it behind his back <laughs> right into their sacks. <laughs> there it is. That's uh, a group right there. What a team! That what insider team. booking, <laughs> man! I Spencer you. sentiments agreed because I was the mic. You know, like what do you think? <laughs> No, I, I'm on record on this podcast saying that the Viking Raiders are the second worst gimmick in wrestling. Like, they're terrible. Like, especially after, like, nothing can redeem them, pretty much. I don't think anything can redeem them after that ridiculous nonsense of, uh... Well, I'll tell you what uh, would do it if they, uh, if they sang around in a car again, I'd get behind them. <laughs> With a fake drumstick? Uh, I want to breast this time. I don't even know. Anyways... The sad right. thing is, is that they're good wrestlers. Like, they're good wrestlers. But the gimmick is just the worst thing ever. It's bad. They're bad cosplayers. It's bad. Anyways, we get to Ace's favorite part of the night. Ace's Here's favorite. Tazawa hits the ring. And who comes through the curtain next? Probably worst case scenario for Akira Tazawa. This guy shakes in his boots because who makes his way through to the ring? The modern day Maharaja Jinder Mahal, former WWE champion, United States champion, 24-7 champion. Name someone else who's done all three. There isn't one. 
There is no one else. And he comes back looking great and just manhandles him and gets a little whimsy. <laughs> and he gets a whimsy. He's so dominant. He gets a whimsy. He's so dominant. Akira Tozawa. Uh, yeah. Great. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy Ginger's back, though. He's cool. I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure you guys are correct on, in saying that uh, he's probably going for the uh, championship soon, which would be awesome. See him and Drew feud. Yeah, it's I'm cr- here for it. It's crazy how much my perspective has changed on Ginger. 2017 and 18, I hated him. Like when he was oh, I loved him. I, ha- I hated him. Hated him. Now... I'm like, dude, this was a like, like, man, like he was genuinely hated. That was peak like, SmackDown, I, man. That was like when SmackDown was hot. Heath and like, uh, Rhino were tag champs. Like everything about SmackDown was mint. AJ, Dean Ambrose. Yeah, they had a lot of, yeah. a lot of good stars there at the time. And, you know, it's funny because like, I don't know about you guys, but um, we're in, you know, kind of mid to late 20s now. And, it, you know, I appreciate a good heel character more than I appreciate a face character because I understand how friggin' hard it is to get over as a heel and be, like for people to actually hate you. That's why I appreciate characters like Jinder because like people hated that guy, Baron Corbin. People hate Baron Corbin. MJF. People hate MJF. Those are straight up heel characters. And that is like, really hard to do in today's, today's industry where it's a lot, like a lot of people get over as faces when they're trying to be heels, like anti-hero. Like for me, Lance Archer is more of a face. And, like, man, I know he's like a heel, but like to me, he comes off as a face because he just, doesn't give a shit. He does whatever he wants. But these to sort of get over as a heel, like it's it's hard in today's society, today's sort of like interpretations of what's cool and not. So yeah, I appreciate the gimmick, man. I'm pumped for this return, dude. I'm all in on Jinder. Book Drew versus Jinder right now. Let's do it. Spencer, what did you think of Jinder's return? I'll be honest. This is when I went to get Wendy's. Um, so I got back and Jinder Mahal had already won. Uh, <laughs> You're becoming the character yourself on the podcast. There needs to be a segment called Spencer. <laughs> Spencer gets food. Where was Spencer? I went to get food. Come on, man. Can't always watch everything. <laughs> I miss that um, segment. Here's a segment that I miss because we lead into a backstage interview. Okay? You guys okay. with me? Yes. Yeah, I'm with you. All right. Uh, it's Charlie and Andrade and Zelina, and uh, apparently she was mad because they set up the Apollo-Andrade match, and I never really saw that happen other than on Twitter. I was like, when did that happen? Yeah, I, did, I didn't see it either. I, I tweeted that as well. I was like, like when did this like, become I saw the video of the slap on Twitter, and I was like, I didn't see that on TV. Maybe they didn't air that in Canada. It was weird. I saw the slap. I just didn't know that the match was going on like later tonight. And I wasn't yeah, well, enthused. If it was happening next week, I'd, I'd, I'd have a little bit more patience for it. But man, I was gassed out by the time we got to this match. It was a because long we show. forgot to mention it, I'm going to play the replay of the slap right here. You want some of oh! It was pretty good. Anyways, uh, uh, Angel Garza flirted with Charlie Caruso. Spencer, your boy, Angel, laying the groundwork. Oh, yeah. He's a he's a true uh, ladies man. Gives a rose, asks him to ask her out. Definitely know that uh, Charlie's gonna say yes, but obviously in not real life because pretty sure Angel Garza's married or engaged or whatever. But it doesn't matter. He's still wonderful. Yeah, it doesn't matter to Vince if you made her engaged, even if the person works in the company. Um, 
<laughs> and then they have a massively long match, and I was out on my evening run at this portion. Um, Mike, I heard uh, he beat him down so bad that he was injured. He's now injured and out of the uh, Money in the Bank match they announced on Twitter. Yeah, the burden of having to live tweet, not being able to <laughs> dip out. I wanted to dip out so bad during this time and get like a walk-in before the sun went down again. Uh, but anyways, yes, he's out of the match. An ankle injury suffered during the match. Referee stoppage, whatever, fair enough. It, you know, wasn't a pinfall loss, so I guess it keeps the door open for something. Now, the question here now, though, to everybody is, who takes Apollo's place in the Money in the Bank match? I'll bet Vince wanted a three-heel, three-face dynamic, saw that there was only two heels in the match currently, or will be, I'm assuming, when uh, Dolph beats Otis somehow, and was like, hey, we're <laughs> flipping it, <laughs> like he did at December to December. If Otis wins on Friday, you're going to freak. But I think uh, I think Jinder's probably going to win it. I hope Jinder goes in. He looks great. I hope he wins the whole thing. I, I, I think Baron, if, if Jinder doesn't go in, I think Baron's winning it. I think a heel's winning this. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see, like, uh, like I know I know we just talked about him, but uh, Angel Garza, and I know he's my boy, but uh, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they threw him in there um, just for that heel dynamic that Mike's talking about as well. Um, but he's uh, so good. Because he's so good. Uh, I don't think he – but I don't see him actually winning the briefcase. Um if he was in there, Ginger uh, Mahal. If he's in there, if he's in there, I absolutely see him pulling down the briefcase, uh, and that would be a really cool thing. So i I would be I would be down for that if that was the return. And if he's supposed to be a, a, a heel, well, whatever. I'm gonna cheer for Ginger Mahal as a heel. Then I guess that's what you do. That's you're allowed to. That's you, no one's saying you can't do that. Have you been doing that the whole time? No. What? Okay, something's messing with you. Um. <laughs> All right, then we uh, still have to come. The Money in the Bank contract signing. We got Ricochet and Cedric Alexander, your guys' boys, versus Ever-Rise. And uh, Cedric and Ricochet win. Can you believe they beat Ever-Rise? Reactions. Yeah, we've seen this team before. (laughs) I thought it was about to be none. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm so tired of these guys getting, like, near the end of Raw long matches it's like you're not really making this tag team anything you're trying to make them something but you're not really doing it and then yeah, uh the, i agree with the you side, Sorry, just i thought thing quickly if you don't mind sure um i just i don't know i feel like there aren't any heel tag teams on raw i will get to it but other than the one we're, we're about to talk about i don't think yeah, there i was are just any. gonna say this leads into your favorite part of the night you can Tell him what happens. Your boy. You love this guy. Oh, yeah. So it's James Vink, everybody. This is a big dude here. About six foot six going around. Did you say James Vink? Yeah, James Vink. That's his name. Isn't his name Brendan Vink? Oh. (laughs) He's not your boy at all. Holy smokes. You're thinking of his brother, James. I'm on 70 MGs right now. (laughs) 70 mils. Whoopsie daisy. <laughs> Brendan Vink. Anyway, six foot six, two fifty. Big dude. Good, good looking guy. And uh, I, I thought he had promise when he uh, was in there a couple weeks ago. He's been in some matches where he lost. 
for a few weeks in a row. And yeah, they put him in a team now with uh, Shane Thorne, I believe, who's been in NXT for a while with TM61 tag team. And I don't know. I Sure. I don't know why they're pairing these two with MVP. Like, What are they cool? called again? I don't even remember, dude. The <laughs> uh, VIP lounge or something? No, I don't know what it is. I don't think that was Straight what up balling? I don't know. Uh, another Triple H video package. Then we get the Vikings versus the Prophets next week. You know what I mean? They announced that. Oh, yeah. Cool. You stoked about that? No. Anyways, then it's the Drew and Rollins contract signing. How did that go down? And that ends raw. Um, he talks about the fans turning on Rollins at one point I caught. Um, I believe Murphy interfered, right, Mike? Yes, Murphy interfered, and then he got claymored for his troubles at the end of the segment. So, And yeah. we're thinking Murphy's got to be getting out of there soon, you think. But I think he's not going to turn until uh, it's in front of a crowd and Seth's going to go on vacation. He's going to have a put-away feud with Murphy. That makes a lot of sense. I could see that happening at SummerSlam, and hopefully Murphy wins, puts Seth puts him over. Because, yeah, it's run its course, this, this whole gimmick. And that was Monday Night Raw, gentlemen. What did you think of the show? Enthralling, sarcastically. It was horrible tonight. Just awful. Yeah. I yeah, was... What was that, Ace? <laughs> Nobody wants to talk. We're all just tripping on each other's words. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, it's wild that they have to fill three hours of this. Like, three hours of, of wrestling every every week is, is seems like a bit taxing for them. So And I uh, think it's going to be this way for a while without crowds. Like, I don't think people realize that. Like, it's going to be a yeah. while. It's not ending anytime soon. At least SummerSlam, probably no crowd. I mean, I don't want to talk politics too much here, but I mean, with Trump, like you never know. <laughs> it could they could have crowds in August, <laughs> based on how quickly they're trying to move in a state right now. But anyway, let's roll on to our clapper, crapper, and knee slapper of Monday Night Raw. Let's start it with the clapper. The one thing uh, we liked the most about Monday Night Raw. Who would like to go first? <laughs> The clapper. Oh, it's hard to find something to like about this show. <laughs> I'll go. I got. I got a clapper for you. It was it Liv Morgan winning? It, it's Liv Morgan winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, well, I mean, on a night that sucked, like I got to get one good thing. So one of my one of my favorites won. So we'll see what she does now. What is it you like about Liv Morgan so much? Uh, she's hot as as hell. <laughs> Mostly. And she wins. She's winning a lot now. They're pushing her. It's obvious. So, yeah. Yeah, they clearly have some big plans for her. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, maybe she'll beat Becky Lynch with the Oblivion and it'll, it'll be wild. Goes over as fuck. <laughs> um, Ace's pick is uh, Jinder Mahal returning. The modern day Maharaja. Jinder Mahal. Just excited to see what he can do in the uh, ring. And I think he's going to work with Drew in the future. And Probably that money in the bank ladder match, I imagine. So Ginger's back in a big way. I'm excited to see it. All for it. All for it, bud. You guys took the 
only two positives that I could find from this show. So uh, my, my, your boy I, got a win. Uh, give me a minute. I got something better than that. My, Bob. You know what? You know what? I should I should make that my knee slapper because my clapper is just my clapper is actually going to be Vince's decision to remove Apollo Cruz from the Money in the Bank ladder match and to replace him with the likely winner of the match, Jinder Mahal. That is my clapper. I approve. Good I, call. It's you know if Warren. Yeah, I mean if Apollo was legit hurt, I wouldn't say that, but I think it's a storyline decision, and it's to obviously do the face heel dynamic like we talked about. And ideally, again, because like the briefcase is just funner with it with a heel having it. And right now, the only heel that could feasibly win is Corbin. And he, to me, it doesn't feel right. So Corbin yeah, would I mean, suck. oh my god, it would suck. I would hate that if Corbin won. I mean, you have to wonder what. Oh, would I think Corbin's gonna win so far. Well, oh. so far, yeah. If it's not Ginger, I do think Corbin's gonna win. Like, I want it to be Alistair, but I think it's gonna be Corbin just because it's a heel. No doubt, no doubt. You want to intro our next segment? Yeah, sure. It's the crapper. The crapper. The one thing off well, in this week's show or in general that we did not like, and that's easy for this week's edition of Monday Night Raw. I will gladly start us off, and I'm gonna just go with. Sure. Nia, I'm just gonna go with Nia Jax. I I don't like Nia Jax as a worker. She's dangerous. She's reckless, and has a bit of a. I think just a poor attitude online too. Sometimes I think she's a bit of a snob. So yeah, Nia Jax is my crapper. Very very good pick. That was my first pick too. But I got uh, my crapper is uh, Austin Theory continuing to just be the ultimate loss machine on Monday Night Raw. Like, what does he do other than job? He's the biggest job that ever jobbed, and I don't understand all the hype around him online. He's never going to recover from this. This is like a, one of the worst debuts I think I've seen in some time in pro mm-hmm. wrestling. Like, I've never seen such a dud of a start. You know, so they still give Garza wins? You're just frustrated, dude, because that's your boy. I understand it, okay? I understand that no. you want him to be pushed to the moon. But you just have to be patient, okay? Give the guy some time. You, you know, that's, you know, just, you just got to stay dedicated and loyal and support him no matter what, Ace. He, he, will, no. get to the, he will achieve those heights. Don't you worry about your boy there. He'll be all right. What is your crapper, Spencer? I understand your frustration. My uh, my crapper is uh, Cedric Alexander and Ricochet. Um, still continuing to be a tag team. Uh, still continuing to fight no ones. And will definitely lose when they fight someone bigger. And I could see them losing to Brandon Vink and Shane Thorne, I think the names were. Uh, I bet you that happens next week. I bet you that happens next week. And the fact that they keep... I need to check with my sources. Ep- yeah, late episode um, tag team matches with these two are just not fun at all, ever. So that's See, you crap. doubt the man when he goes to Wendy's, but then he comes in with that insider take that I'm pretty certain is happening. Oh, I would... Like, the way the way MVPs talked about him, like, like I would not be surprised that these two are like the... Uh, the win some, lose some tag team. Like you're like, are these guys going to win tonight? Are they going to lose tonight? You wouldn't be surprised if they lost or won. Yeah, Cedric Ricochet. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're just they're just crap. Well, it's, Cedric- I guess it's time for our next segment. Yeah, knee slapper. Oh shit. Oh, oh, that's me. 
yeah. Um, it's time for our knee slapper. One thing in wrestling we found knee slappingly funny. <laughs> the knee slapper. Um, anyone want to go first? Uh, knee yeah, slappingly please. funny. Sure. Knee go ahead. slapper. Yep. This is where I'm putting my good old Bob Lashley, my guy here. He had a very amusing backstage segment with Lana before his match. There's still a little bit of uh, uneasiness there to their relationship, and they're working through it. You know, Bob Lashley, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a man of the people. He's a man for his wife, Lana, and uh, they'll work through things together. Backstage, we had to see this. It was very critical to his progression in the ring. And then he won in the squash match, and it's just all about Bob Lashley right now on Raw. Push him to the moon. My, uh, my knee slapper, because he's just so funny. Okay, Spencer, you want to go next? Sure. I'm just going to pick the Viking Raiders again. Darn, uh, I was looking at their picture right now just going, <clears throat> what are you wearing? <laughs> I know. Because that's exactly it. Like, I think, I think they can be like a double knee slapper because they're just so bad today. Like today and last week, like trying to recover from that carpool Viking karaoke. No. Put them in, put them in spirit of Halloween. Get rid of them. Um, one of my sleet and knee slapper was just Angel Garza for how funny he was with Charlie Caruso. Like, it's charmingly funny. Like, it's, he's just cool and he makes you smile, makes you laugh when you see him on TV. It's true. It's very true. The, the pants thing still makes me laugh. And I, it makes me think how many times has Angel Garza been on our clapper or knee slapper since debuting? I think every week. Probably. I wouldn't be surprised if it was 10. Like, Crumblemania is booking a show. This guy's our world champ for like two years reigning. He's our Okada. (laughs) I mean, the funny thing too is like it's not one guy week every week. It's like we all diversify which one takes Angel Garza. Yeah, it's like we would never agree to take the belt off him. No No way. (laughs) Like push him to the moon. All right, let's wrap up, uh, talk about what we had tonight in our strain. Trying to be more uh, thorough with these. I guess I had the Marley Natural Blue Dream to kick things off. It's like the Bob Marley brand here in Canada, 3.5 grams. It's about 20%. And my only issue with this one is I feel like just lazy the next day. Mike, what did you have and what what were the effects like? Ace is so baked, he forgot that we're doing social media shout-outs still because we've got to give some love to our fans. So That's <laughs> hilarious. We're going to end with – what do you want to end with that or do we just keep going on this and just forget what I said? <laughs> uh, I mean, I have them written in front of me. Okay, do know. the social media shout-outs. Social media shout-outs. Oh, just for the, for the fans that – or <laughs> the fans – for uh, the people that are following along and uh, follow us on Twitter, thanks. And uh, thanks for interacting with us. And Instagram uh, sometimes. And Instagram too. We, we appreciate uh, the interactions. It's nice to get to know people in the IWC. Cage Skyfire 28 had a whole bunch of tweets to us tonight. Thanks for the interaction. One of their funnier ones was uh, I asked uh, what, people, what people should name Zelina Vega and uh, the trio of Garza Theory, Aces Boy, Austin Theory, and uh, Andrade. And she was like, working name is Zelina Vega and her sexy man, which seems uh, <laughs> to be a popular one. That's good. I mean, <laughs> Angel already rips his pants off mid-match, so, you know, it's... You could call it the sexy squad. I don't know. That's all they are, is sexy people. Yeah. Oh, yes. 
yeah, just a just a great group. Uh, then we had uh, the kid of wrestling with a funny tweet at us. Uh, I asked where the sings were when Junior came out, and they were he was, they, they they responded chasing the twenty four seven title, which was funny. <laughs> and then a lot of interaction on Jinder. Another tweet uh, asked uh, if people like the short hair look, which uh, don't hand it to the Jinder has right now. Or the I love hair. it, man. You got to change your look when you're re-debuting. Yeah, totally. And uh, uh, I'm gonna butcher this name, so I'm sorry, but. Meridual Max, uh, he said, I think the short hair looks better, plus gender is leaner than before, so short hair for me. And yeah, not going to get an argument here, one or the other. Spencer, do you, do you like the short hair or the long hair? Uh, short hair looks good. Looks dangerous now. Likes it. it works for him. Definitely. Feel that. Feel yeah, you, that. You... Looks like a villain. I love it. It's perfect. Yeah, looking forward to uh, seeing what to do with him. Hopefully money in the bank. Yeah, that's... Uh, Thanks for interacting with us, Judd. That was just some of the tweets from tonight. And uh, yeah, I had 70 milligrams of faded edibles tonight. They were uh, wrapped like a rainbow Skittles kind of, uh, like the strips. So they, they're good. And I, okay. tasted the, so I tasted the weed on the edibles, which I like because I like a strong edible. You know, I, I have a high tolerance. So if it's I don't not, like to be able to taste it. I, I do. It's just I, I just want I want to you know know that it's gonna kind of hit me a little bit. So I gotta start with like at least forty mg's, gets up to about seventy to hundred depending on the brand. And so yeah, I sat at seventy today with these faded edibles and feeling nice here first. This boy's getting absolutely crunned. I've been crunned, man. Been crunned. <laughs> and uh, yeah, feeling good. Nice head high right now. About an hour in, and yeah, feeling good. Gonna work out after this and. And the day on a, on a nice high there. Late yeah. night pup. <laughs> Shout out Faded Edibles. I would, I would purchase these again. All right. I like that review. I, would, I, I don't think I'm going to buy the Marley Natural Blue Dream again. Now we go to our cannabis connoisseur, Spencer. Oh, um, thank you. I don't know how to feel about that. Um, <clears throat> flattered, I suppose. Uh, so tonight I had a, uh, a good supply was the grower. It's called Royal Highness. Um, and fittingly, it is at 23%. Um, comes in a little baggie, which most things that uh, we buy here in Canada don't come in. They come in little uh, hard packages, so that was kind of different, but uh, I like it. Smells good. Um, smokes very clean. Didn't make me cough too much, um, and I was actually hitting it, hitting it during the middle of the er, bleh, beginning of the podcast, so you can see how well this is hitting me now. <laughs> Um, I hit up the yeah. podcast a few times and it's great. Um, I forgot like, uh, uh like I Ace find the, the stuff I, I have made me existential my Spence. Yeah. He was an existential guy yesterday. Um, that's for sure. I, uh, mine doesn't make me like that. Mine makes me want to hang out and want and, uh, play some more GTA online. Uh, um, what did you say? Uh, you forgot. Sorry. Before I cut you off, Ace interrupts. I, well, at one point I forgot we were doing the podcast, um, and good thing, it was a good thing my mic was muted um, at that moment, but uh, I also forgot social media shoutouts like Ace. I was like, oh yeah, it makes sense, we're getting right into this thing. <laughs> he just thought we were like, talking. I was like, oh yeah, fine. I was like, yeah, cool, what's going on? It's like, oh shit, that's right, I'm still on the podcast. So, <laughs> good supply, your uh, royal highness, excellent, will buy again. It yeah, it sounds amazing. 
dude, it was only 34 bucks. It was like, this <laughs> one of the cheapest ones there. I was like, oh, it's gold. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Anything to add, gentlemen, before we hop out of here? Yeah. Huh? That's it. Have a good time as always. And yeah, stay safe, stay safe everybody. And, uh, we'll ship this off to uh, producer Ty and it could be up uh, Tuesday morning or even tonight before we go to bed. Who knows? Okay. Nozzle. Have a good one, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>